Stateside episode number 21 on the books and well we, technically not the last one of the year we can legally drink and smoke now this is great <laughs> we're, we're, we're 21 21 years of age yeah. yes 21 in this studio in this studio yeah well technically not well, even in this studio <laughs> either yeah that's true 21 in cherry hill <laughs> yeah. 21 in cherry hill the legal drinking age <laughs> in new jersey we're yes. in there but yeah um yeah episode 21 uh, we'll have, I guess, one more next week. I think we can do a double dip. Yeah, we can double dip. Because I saw the studio is open on the 26th here. Fantastic. So we would go right from A2D to here. To here. We'll do the live show. We'll double dip action. Yeah, and then come right and talk about it, all the games that we just watched. That's true. That'd be awesome. Seems to be the play. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, another busy, busy week in the Prem. Um you know, we saw Liverpool uh, keep on rolling on. Chelsea with another loss. Yeah, my cherries. cherries finally first, getting a big win. That's the first win I've seen since I've become a Cherries fan. That's the first that's win the they first saw goal in a long I time. think I've seen since I've become a Cherries fan. They've been. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't yeah. know. You got to be a little concerned. A little concerned. Um, we'll kind of get into that as uh, the show goes on and um let's see what else another win for the jose Mourinho spurs team uh a nice win over wolves um manchester city looking like the manchester city of old with a nice de bruyne performance oh my god he like does he he's one of those guys that i feel like he should try and play like that all the time because it just looks so easy and so natural like those goals like he just kicked and he's like eh, eh. Just throws his yeah, hands up like, yeah, I could do that anytime. He's just like, he's that good where he doesn't like have to turn it up all the way, all the time. Yeah. But when he does, he's fucking awesome. And Arsenal with another egg, man. That defense is just... It's trash. It's bad. I feel bad for Burn Leno. I had a tweet thing going with another uh, fan basically saying, like, he's really the only bright spot. I think they'd be in relegation zone without him right now. Yeah, he's had some major standing on his head. He really has to just keep them alive. So, but yeah, we'll kind of uh, get into that as well as we make our way down the list. And uh, we had a Monday game that was cool. Yeah, Monday night football. Nice Palace and Brighton. Uh, again, another one that's kind of I think deserving for both teams. So yeah, we'll get into that one. Yeah, and our usual uh, whip around the the world of football. Yeah, we got some Champions League matchups set. Champions League matchups are set. Um, MLS schedule came out today. Um, also, racism, shockingly, still is, going, uh, still rocking and rolling. Um, this time, Syria again making that um, good old Italians the campaign that they try so hard and they just fail every time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that. And again, um, this weekend we actually have a special show for everyone on the A2D Radio on Saturday. Yeah, we have two specials coming up. Yeah. 
So we get to do this Saturday um, at 10 o'clock, and then we'll do a Boxing Day um, on A2D as well at 10 o'clock, and then we'll come in here and record for you guys because we would never miss. No. But um, Yeah, unfortunately, we missed an A2D or two just because of uh, studio getting yeah, renovated. So That whole studio thing is... Uh, but we'll be back and rolling. It's... Uh, it's always tough when you're moving from one place to another. And yeah, and this month, I mean. This month was just crazy. With the holidays, been. it's just like. Yeah. It's been weird, but, you know, we'll we'll get back to the good stuff. We do what we do. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, what else? We could talk about, uh, got a Final Four for Carabelle Cup. That's true, yeah. Touch on that real quick. I actually had that up on the screen before. Uh, get another Manchester uh, Derby. Yeah, in the Final how about Four. that? That's sick. Yeah. To uh, draw a little bit of uh, interest into that tournament, definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can get rocking and rolling. I guess we can run down these games from the past weekend. Um, we'll start at the top. Nothing really crazy. Uh, Liverpool with a nice two nothing win over Watford. Yeah, kind of just uh, unfortunately a, a tough debut for <laughs> for the new coach of Watford. Uh, it's a tough gig for anybody. Yeah, I feel bad a, uh, having to take on this job. Probably the worst <laughs> game I, you could step into. I guess fortunately for him, it's a contract till the end of the year, which basically gives him as long as he if he can't get them out of relegation zone, then it gives him the way to walk and not have to be the coach when they do go down. Right, they're going down. Let's let's be oh real. for sure, no doubt. There's about nothing it. that tells me that team's not going down. Liverpool just kind of showed up and coasted. It could have been. Could have been bigger, I guess. Yeah, I mean, probably it, should have been. It wasn't really two nothing until what ninety something. Yeah, well, yeah, it was one nothing. Uh, Mo got the first one in the thirty eighth minute, which was a beauty goal, by the way. And then, yeah, he put the last one in just as a topper, you know. So it was really just a cruising one nothing type victory. And the last one was kind of a lucky one too. It kind of like deflected to him, and he like backheeled it in. Yeah. So. He's got really good feet, though. He it's, does. It's crazy. His footwork is insane. It's just that attack is just so lethal. <laughs> it is. No matter who gets in there, they seem to produce. So with even you put in Shakiri coming off the bench or Lalana, like <laughs> yeah, they have they have Arigi people, doesn't even play half yeah. the time. Nabi Keita, yep, he finally got a start since like the first time in April a while ago, and when he did, he scored. It's like damn, he barely plays, but yeah, we see um, just a little. I guess our first kind of signing, I guess, for the January window with um, yeah, they can kind of announce them without. They agreed. Yeah, they agreed. Agreed in principle. Um, this uh, Red Bull Salzburg kid. Yeah, Japanese. Uh, yeah, kid. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I'll bring it up. It's a tough one. But yeah, they actually made a nice signing. Uh, he was. I, he's on Red Bull Salzburg, so you're also in, on the same team with this, you know, Harold Halland, Aaron Hanging Halland, Holland. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> so he was kind of getting outshined by one of his own teammates. Um, but this kid's also really, really good. Takumi Minamino. Minamino, yeah. And it was a cheap one, too. It was like 7 mil or 8 mil or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just the rich getting richer. Liverpool going in, getting a cheap kid that's probably going to end up being an absolute stud for them he'll be a rotation guy yeah or they'll loan him back out they'll get all their money back and then when they clear up some of these guys here they'll bring him in and 
he'll be ready to rock at like 27 years old and just dominate the prem because that's seems to be their mo lately yeah they've, they've seemed to figure this out under Jurgen, and Jurgen gave this kid like absolute accolades which tells me he's probably talented because he's pretty good eye for talent absolutely i think he's taken the uh the dortmund when he was there because they evaluated talent like insane yeah like i have a picture that we can talk about you know in the second half of the dortmund team that won the the double back in the day yeah and it was it was an insane lineup oh yeah they were so deep and if you if you see how well that like has spread out through all these different leagues and all those players. It's crazy. So, yeah. Um, Liverpool now, I guess, what, 10 points ahead of Leicester um, for first. And really nothing really to say about Watford besides, you know, they've only scored nine goals the whole season. Yeah, dude. I, somebody and I were talking on Twitter, and, like, I, I've said it. We, we joked about it, and obviously they'll never do it. But, like, really, they really should just, like, end it now. Yeah. Be like, look, you're done. You're going down. Whoever's in first place right now, Leeds, I guess it is, or West Brom, come on up. and uh, <laughs> Come on up. Yeah. They could even take over their points in the championship just to give them a chance to get back up, and I bet they would fall down in that, too. They're I would bad. Assume, yeah, it's they, not good. They're bad. Sar like they had. Sar had a chance to tie that game. An absolute whiff. Like you can't. I, I mean, there's missing shots and there's things like that. Like he literally like the ball was bouncing at his foot with an open net, and he literally like missed the ball. Like it looked like middle school. It was bad. Has there ever been a team of recent that has looked this bad and in? Dude, this I can't, much of trouble like this I can't early tell in the you season one in before the last, Christmas. In the last at least five years, there has not been a team where you're like they're guaranteeing go down. Yeah, no, not even the Huddersfield of last year that sucked terribly. Yeah, they were horrible, and like they even like looked better than this Watford team. And it's a shame. There's a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, I mean, when you go through three managers already, it's kind of uh, a telltale sign that the team is. Uh, it's just just in really bad shape yeah they're gonna lose a lot of money <laughs> they're gonna lose a lot they're gonna have to sell off a lot just to get money back like big any big name they have is gonna have to go yeah when when it's, this happens uh, and just sucks to, when you get relegated for a big club yeah but anyway um moving down we got a uh, burnley a one nothing win over newcastle um newcastle came in kind of hot actually um they came in winning two in a row yeah, they were they were one of the hottest teams of recent in in prem play, and well, and again, both these teams are I think are pretty equal. We had a lot of equally, I think, talented teams playing each other this past weekend. So a lot of these like one 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 nil score lines that were close are kind of fitting, because Burnley and Newcastle are eleven twelve in the table, and I think that makes sense because they're very similar. Yeah, like they can. Both teams can show up on any given week and maybe get a nice a nice victory. And then at the same time, both teams can come in and just shit the bed. Yeah, especially on the road. It's always a little tougher on the road to, to come into some of these places and get a result. It would have been nice for Newcastle to try and draw that up the way they have been playing because they have been hot with 
the tie of City and then the two wins in a row, even though they weren't against great competition, wins are wins that we talk about all the time. Yeah. And that's brought them up in the table. But Burnley did enough to, to get by and get three points at home. Chris yeah. Wood Chris again. Wood again, yeah. Again. <laughs> he seems to be the guy that's actually putting the ball in the net for them. You resurrected his career by cutting him off your fantasy team. I did ever since then. He started yeah. scoring. Chris Wood owes you big time. <laughs> and then I, uh, I pulled a bitch move and I – Got him right back on the team. Yeah, well, no one was smart enough to pick him up. So <laughs> you got you got to be rolling along now, though, with Vardy and some of the players I know you got on your team. You got to be yeah, in Sunny, good shape. Vardy, Malpa. Yeah, another one. That's... Matty Darty. Yeah, Telemans. Look at you, Harvey Barnes. Just clean it Chill up. Chill, Will. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I lost. I lost to the guy that's in first now last week. Did you? Yeah, I forget who he had, but he beat me pretty good. Yeah. So he probably had Salah or somebody. I think he's one of those that he's riding one guy. That's I've learned the trick with that too. Do you have like the thing where you put a captain and like your captain scores more? Whoever you make your captain, like I know a lot of fantasy uh, soccer does that. Like, this is on the Prem website and it's not good. No, it's like a terrible interface. Yeah. So I don't think so. Okay. It yeah. just is straight points on different things yeah because the one i played like you pick one guy on your team and you make him your captain and Mm. his points are like doubled it's kind of cool that was how i forget which a few years ago when we played like every season uh whatever that interface was whatever website that was kind of how that was like you'd pick a captain and if they did well it's like double that's awesome but yeah this one's straight up well we'll have to play next year yeah we'll get into it maybe if i uh actually win I'll feel pretty good about myself. I had to take a few years off because I suck usually. We could start a kicking at Stateside League. Yeah, I'm sure I could get some people involved. Yeah, me too. It's a good idea. Book it. (laughs) Book it. Book it. (laughs) Hells yes. So what else we got? Uh, Uh, Where are we going next? Stupid Chelsea lost. Oh, you want to go there? Yeah. Go there. Yay, my cherries, man. Just a lackluster performance all around for – yeah, Chelsea that, wasn't good at all. That's bad, honestly. You're home. You're playing against a Bournemouth team that's just been dreadful. Terrible. Has not been able to score, and they get a late goal from Dan Gosling, of all people. Which is a pretty sick goal, actually. I mean, it really was. I, I'm not taking any way, anything away from Mr. Gosling there. But it should not come down to that. No. I mean, that's a game that, if you're Chelsea, you got to find a way to get at least two goals because, you know. It was just so Bournemouth's been struggling. The defense has been banged up. I mean, give credit to some of these kids. This kid uh Mefum, Chris Mefum, Mefum yeah. from Wales. He really stepped up and played a good game with Ake being out. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess this was one of those games for Bournemouth that Chelsea called him at the wrong time. They had lost so many in a row. They were really struggling. They needed to get something going or their season was gonna be in major trouble. Honestly, to play it on the other side of Chelsea it was a good day for Bournemouth to catch Chelsea because yeah. Chelsea haven't hasn't won a league game since November 2nd which is really hard to believe like they were so hot yeah and now we're going over a month without a, a Prem win a really rough stretch like really both teams I guess came in like we know the struggles of Bournemouth they lost five in a row going into that and hadn't yeah. really scored much at all and then Chelsea on the other hand lost four or five I think coming in and so's I don't even know. They couldn't even string passes together, honestly. 
And it's just now it's getting to be concerning defensively for one. Yeah. You got a major issue. Two, you need, I think, a little more squad depth. Like, I know it seems to be that Chelsea, you would think that they have some good depth on the team, but I they need some another. They need another attacker. Well, their window's back open now, so. The window is open. Just don't do anything stupid, because what you have is working, in a sense. You do need to add, but don't overdo it. Don't make that bad spend There's because you can spend. There's been a lot of rumblings for Zaha. I I don't think that hurts you. No. I you need you need to replace Kurt Zuma. Don't like don't be like Arsenal and just keep adding attacking and not fix your defense because that's a big problem right now. He is not playing well. No, not and, at all. And Rudy's back, but it's taking him time to get back from the the injury a little bit. For um, sure. Yeah, you need something there. Yeah, I don't know. It just was. Uh... I think it was the first game that we saw kind of the uh, the two youngsters like Tammy and Mason kind of look almost their worst this season. Yeah, they kind of disappeared in this one. And I don't know if the amount of games are starting to really hurt this team because for being so young, they're not used to playing, you know, Champions League. And all of a sudden you turn around and you're playing a game on the weekend when you just played on Tuesday. And now... We saw the Prem do the old double dip with the Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Saturday, Sunday. So there's been a lot of games. Oh, yeah. There's been all and kinds of stuff. I think this young team, it's definitely taking a toll. And I think that's why they need a little bit more help than they need some more depth going forward in January, whether that be, you know, Zaha, and we could put Willian on the bench and Pooley and bring them on later, and just some center back help. Yeah. And Aspilicueta hasn't played great this year either. So he's not been up to his usual standards. But bring him some, back. Yeah. Sometimes I think that could be because he's on the side with Zuma, and he's like got that in his head that he needs to do extra. And sometimes that's a detriment when you're thinking. My, yeah. my daughter does that sometimes, and I yell at her. Like sometimes you got to trust your teammates, and I understand why he's not trusting Zuma because of his performance lately. But oh sure, you can't put it all on you because the moment you go out of place to help somebody else out, you are the one that looks bad. Yeah, it's, so I don't know. It just uh, it makes me feel like <laughs> <laughs> like he'll bounce back. Don't worry. Yeah, it's uh, there's not many other teams, you know, really dying to get into that top four. Apparently, maybe other than. Uh, Spurs. Yeah. Which sucks, but Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess the surprise of the week would be uh the Leicester game. Yeah, I mean that geez. Home game against a Norwich side. That's really struggled lately. I mean Pookie's back. Pookie's back. You you ruled him out. I did. I thought he was donezo. He put all his uh energy into the Finnish national team. <laughs> And now he's, uh, again, but he's scoring and they're getting results. This is how it's going to go. Yeah. And I've said this from the start of the season. You weren't incorrect on that. When he was scoring, they were getting results early. Then yeah. they sucked and he was not scoring. Yeah. He now he's starting to score drop. again. And they're back. Amazing. They're back. And it took Lester getting, I mean, they called it an own goal on Tim Krul. I guess it's an own goal. That Statistically, was a it's an header, own goal. though. Yeah. From Jamie. Like, yeah. So it like smashed off his hand. Like yeah. it is what it is. I mean, it was still a nice header. It was, it was. And for him to save that would be pretty, pretty insane. But like, 
honestly, Pookie was giving Sangchu a freaking runaround the whole game. He really was. Like, he was giving him fits, and we haven't seen that from the Leicester center backs much this season. No. They've been in control, and this was one of those that, I don't know, for some reason he was causing some fits for them. Well, I feel like now they're another team that's definitely going to have to add some depth. Um, I think they've obviously exceeded probably what the preseason expectations were, for even sure. even in-house. I don't think they probably would tell you that they would be in the position that they are now. So they have some money to spend that they've gotten from a couple people that have gone, and they're definitely going to have to add if they want to keep this run going. Yeah, Because sure. they're playing games. They made the final four of the Carabao Cup, which we'll talk about. Um, so that's more games they have to play. Right. So, yeah, it's – it's it, it's it happens because that's why I think Liverpool was like, well, <laughs> let's just throw out our U23s because we don't have any other options, and we're already playing in a million goddamn things. Yeah, Liverpool is 100%. And I don't think the Carabao Cup they really are worried about. No, they're playing for Prem number one this year and Champions League number two this year, and everything else is like, eh. And then they were in the Club World Cup finals. Yeah. I don't know if that's today yeah it's over they won oh it is they won it yeah they played some nobody that great all right i wasn't sure what when that was but yeah it's i think just... right i think that was today yeah they played monterey oh it was the semis yeah i saw bobby blue eyes got the game winner yes in the 91st minute nice so, so that was the semis they will be playing in the final let's see when does it say I don't know. We can keep going. I'll look for it. Yeah. The draw for Leicester uh, ended their eight-game winning streak. So, And Sanctu had to clear the ball off the line to even keep the draw. Yeah. Made a great play. So this Norwich team just trying to uh, throw some shit into it here. Yeah. I, In a late push They got ha- Christmas. They got half a season to keep themselves alive. And there's enough bad teams right now that they could still have a chance if they can grab some results going forward here. Yeah, absolutely. The only tough thing is they're going to have another wave with the, you know, the top four. They've pretty much played all of them already, so they're going to have to do another run with them. It's hard for those bottom teams when you got to go through those games again. But so does everybody else. That's true. That is true. But speaking of teams that are not struggling, Sheffield. Man. With a nice 2 nothing win over Villa. My boy Johnny Fleck with the brace. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Dude, this kid. <laughs> I mean, I, we talk about this every week. Like, this le, or this Sheffield team, a, a, guy, a bunch of guys that nobody really even knows about, it's Such, just producing. Yeah, they're just... Johnny Flex of the world. <laughs> Lundstrom, like this, uh, this Chris uh, Basham. Yeah, out of nowhere. Just and they're not even – and David McGoldrick, he had like 20 goals last year in the championship, and he has none yet this year. Yeah, he's none. not even he's not even doing anything at this point. The two leading scorers for Sheffield last year were Billy Sharp and McGoldrick. I don't even – Billy Sharp has one goal from, I think, yeah. week one or two. Yeah. And that's it. And yeah. McGoldrick has none. Yeah, he got their first goal, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Sharp? Yeah, it was the one at – the game winner at home, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's just – yeah, this kid Fleck, he's a... They're getting production from everybody else, yeah. though. He's a, he's a Scotsman. He's one of the non... One of the few that's not English or Irish on this team. 
uh which is pretty cool yeah i mean they're all they're like we said they're we've said it a bunch of times they're a very tight-knit group they seem they play for each other um they seem to have some chemistry some history and it's pretty cool to watch because i think last year really helped them out from you know doing so well in the championship and pretty much the same team yeah they didn't didn't really lose or add camaraderie and the same coach chris wilder Great coach. Great coach. If it wasn't for Brendan Rodgers and Lester, he'd definitely be coach of the year. Absolutely. So, And, you know, for Villa, it's, uh, I know Jackie boy, Grealish, he missed a PK. Yeah, that kind of sucked. And now we're starting to see Villa kind of slide down the table a little bit. And then, Yeah, they're right outside that bottom three. and They just lost. I think that was their third loss in a row in the league. So it's – I think Christmas time is coming – at the right time for them. Yeah, they could use so the break. So they kind of regroup a little bit. Because now, now they're going to be playing more games because they're in the Carabao Cup. Again, I guess the difference for them, too, like we talked about. But they want to win that, though, because that's a trophy and yeah, get a little cash money. Between them and the Blades is, you know, they lost their number one score. The Blades <laughs> didn't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. So that's that was the tough part with Villa. And like, Villa went through a major overhaul, and they brought in you know Trezeguet and Wesley. Yeah, well, some they, of these young big guys that they they needed something with Tammy going, and yeah, it was kind of like they had to refine themselves. But I think they're still good enough that they're going to stay out of that bottom three. Yeah, I think they could pull together a little bit. Um, it's just a good young team, but I think they're just not. Yeah. They're, they're just, just not there. Yeah. It's not there. They play good defense. They can't always score. It's a recipe for uh, being in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, big Speaking plays of, games. What's up, dog? Hey, he's here. Lewandowski keeps racking him up. Yeah. yeah, he does. Lev's a beast, man. He has like 30 goals. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of bottom teams, poor, uh, I guess we'd go on to Southampton, West Ham. Yeah. That was How the last Saturday game. We just saw a uh, Sebastian Haller. Oh, my goodness. He showed up. It's only been two months since he scored. <laughs> the guy was on absolute fire to start the year. We were like, man, what a great signing. And they, they let Chicharito go. They let Anatovich go. They obviously knew why. They had this kid. And they that looked was... great. And then <laughs> my, my early, like, after week two, I was like, oh, Sebastian Haller can be a golden brute winner and, dude, dude, and we MVP had, we if had, he keeps this up. We had Ja Rule sound bites. Holla, holla. And he just went missing. Yeah, he went missing. So this was his first goal in 636 minutes. Holy cow. <laughs> That's, yeah. He hadn't scored since September. That's a struggle, man. <laughs> Yeah, so it was even longer than two months. It was really, it was like three months. I was months. like, oh, I felt so, I I felt happy for him because <laughs> it wasn't even, he like smashed it into the ground and it just like barely got like just out of the reach of the keeper. I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> And he like started to celebrate and then he was like, wait, I haven't scored in a long time. Yeah, I should just I think move. he went over to the bench, I think, and hugged either the coach or yeah somebody on the bench that maybe was, you know, telling him, hey. Keep going. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he hugged Pellegrini. I think he hugged Pellegrini, for, yeah. Because he saved f- Pellegrini's job with that goal. Yeah. And for having him, like, keeping him in the team and just not giving up on him, maybe. Yeah. Pellegrini was on the hot seat big going into this game. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about it because so many coaches have been on the hot seat and so many have been fired and gone. That was one that kind of probably slipped under our radar, but they hadn't sure. won in, like, two months. And he was definitely on the hot seat going into that. 
Yeah. And unfortunately, now Ralph's probably back on the hot seat. Yeah, I just hope Ralphie stays around. I hope they keep him around. It's dumb for a team like Southampton. Because now where, you, where would you go if you're Southampton? Coaching-wise, just another coaching carousel, bringing in Big Sam or something stupid like that. And it's a shame, too, because, I mean, they, they are a factory of talent, or they were a factory of talent, and there's probably some talent there that they could um, still probably sell off. And But now it's like they've gotten to the point, you look at that roster, and they're like, eh, where's your younger kids? Like, you're, you're looking now like a bunch of older guys that no one's really going to want. Maybe as like a role player or a bench guy, someone's going to come looking for like a Redman or an Ings or a Janipo, but if Ralphie wants to if Ralphie wants to keep his job and the board wants Ralph, they better not sell Danny Ings because I know they're going to be relegated if Danny Ings doesn't score. You're absolutely right, but or gets transferred somewhere but else. But if they feel that that relegation's coming, then you almost have to just to get some money I don't back. Want Ralphie down there? I know. It's just it's it right now it's not looking so great. They're still sitting in that They are sitting in relegation. They're sitting in the relegation zone. I mean, they were winning for a little bit. This kid David Martin has been a bright spot, I guess. They were getting nothing out of the goalie position for a while. Yeah. Um and he went, you know, clean sheet first game win. Um, and now even this game, I mean, he played well. It wasn't his fault that they lost the game. Just no scoring for Danny, and you see that same way with some of these lower teams. Yeah. You got one guy that you count on big time, and if they're not producing, they're going to go, they're losing. Yeah. It's just unfortunate because of Southampton's structure and model. I mean, they've had so much talent over the last, like, three, four years through that team, and they've sold it all off. Half of it's on Liverpool. Yeah. Can't, winning games right now, so yeah, you can't compete with the big dogs. But um, yeah, City and Leicester. We'll talk about that in the second half. Big plays games, and Chelsea does have their hands full with Spurs. Yes, I, but I won't say what I think is going to happen in that game quite yet. <laughs> Ooh, because I let me just say that I'm not feeling too confident. That's a big one. Because yeah, that's a six point game, as we like to say. Yeah. <laughs> that is the Mourinho revenge game. <laughs> um, so United and Everton with a nice one-one draw. Yes. So now we start getting get into saved. our. We might as well get the the cat out of the bag. Now we get into our picks because we didn't pick anything from Saturday. Mm-hmm. Man, you whooped my ass this week. I crushed you. You did. And, and I have a commanding lead in the uh, picks right now. I know the old uh, draw kings let me down. United let me down. 64-51 me in points. Wow. That's because you had, big you had week. a nine-pointer. I had a big week. It was, what, it was 55-51, right, going into this week. Or 55-50. I got, I got a whole one point yes. this week. Fuck, man. That's bad. <laughs> Dude, that, that Spurs uh, late winner was huge for like, me. Yeah, that was one of those like punches in the gut for me because not only did I sit there and have to watch the Spurs win and celebrate another lucky fucking Spurs win in typical lucky fucking Spurs fashion, but I lost four points doing it. Actually, it was, a, it was really like an eight, five-point swing because I would at least got the one point for the result of the yeah. tie, even though I said 2-2. Two, two. So, yeah, but we'll go back to – We'll get to that game in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Everton United. 
Yeah, I mean, they get an own goal. I, I don't even know how you can. Another I don't know one. if Lindelof like thought that because there's so many guys like going for the ball, and then the goalie came out too. De Gea came out for the punch. He whiffs. Two guys miss with the head, and, just, and it just like lands at his feet, and it goes in, and he's like. There's nothing you could do. That has to be the worst <laughs> feeling in the world. He was handcuffed. He's just like, Ugh. yeah, like what do you do? Just dive on the ground and pick it up and get a red card and that a was, penalty. That, like, that was or, a tough yeah. One. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I don't know. I mean, Everton just big dunk, just undefeated. Yeah, man. And now they're replacing him. And apparently he's going to be gone. Typical Everton bullshit. Because he's not a big name guy. But, but you're stupid. He was getting the best out of those players that we begged Silva got the best out of. That's right. And I they know. fire Silva. And in two games, this guy's He's done, playing Leighton Baines now. He's done nothing but get this team fired up and going. Yeah. Well, that's because um, Dine got hurt mm-hmm. in the, the first game, his first uh head coaching game and they won. He brought Baines in who hadn't played in like a year. <laughs> and I mean and honestly outside of Mason Greenwood really stepping up and getting that beautiful goal late in the game. He's a good player. They would have had six points in his first two games. And now they're gonna bring in this moron Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carlo Ancelotti, apparently. Yeah. Well, about a second away from. He's not He's not willing to sign unless they promise him a bunch of transfers. He said, give me that money. Yeah, but, like, why? You have talent on this team. I want more player. Stupid. I want three smart. <laughs> yeah. They're going to, yeah. He's just going to bring all of the Napoli guys and around. Yeah, and then they're going to get they'll get rid of Richarlson and he'll go somewhere and score the 20 to 25 goals we predicted he should have had this year. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Ancelotti's used to good point, big. Um they are in 16th and they are Everton. You can't expect some of these big name guys that he would want to come play for you. Yeah. And Ancelotti's used to being in charge of these big clubs with big-time payroll and has the opportunity and the funds to get big guys. But nobody's coming to Everton in a struggling Everton at that. Yeah. Carlo is basically there to, like, keep them up and kind of steer the ship maybe mid-table. You'll be lucky to get an aging Wayne Rooney type player again. You have like, that's what you're gonna get. You have Moses Keane on your bench. Moses Keane has barely touched the turf. Marco hated him for this team this year, which is ridiculous. You brought in all like he's such a talent, and like if you can't find a way to use the talent that's in this lineup, then you don't deserve to coach. Because I like I'm looking at it again, and it's just it's unbelievable to me. There is a ton of talent in here. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pickford's been playing pretty damn good. This kid Tom Davies has been great. How about the double sub, too? Yeah. Like, King coming in and then King coming out. Like, he's definitely leaving. He does. He's miserable there. Oh, for sure. He's, He'll go back. What a waste. Like, you just ruined. It's confidence. Yeah. But that it started with Silva. Sitting on the bench. Silva absolutely ruined that kid as far as Premier League goes. And he'll, he'll end up back in Italy or I'm sure. Somewhere. I, he'll probably be one of those kids that were supposed to be really good and that just never pan out. Yeah. Or he'll leave Everton and actually pan out because that's what they're starting to turn into now. Some Italians are just better off in 
the Dude, Italian league. I don't know. It even, is what it is. Even Rooney looked reborn at DC when he left Everton. <laughs> like it was like, oh, thank it's God, true. I'm out of Everton. It's like, yes. Yeah. What were we thinking, man? We hyped them up so much for nothing. They just are Everton idiots. Yeah. But yes, uh, moving on. We got Spurs with a nice two-one win over Wolves. I think both teams are going to be like, fuck. Wolves is like, we we deserved a draw, and this game should have been a draw. The draw kings were. Right there. They were knocking on that door of a draw. Right there. They just, Vertonghen gets a late header, which is a beauty. It was a beauty, but, I mean, it was Spurs <laughs> lucky. I know. Like, it missed, like, five different legs of Spurs and Wolves players and got into that one little spot that Rui Patricio couldn't reach to. I mean, I guess that's what a beautiful goal is. Is a lot of them do are lucky. True. But, uh, I don't know, man. It damn just, it, Wolves. You blew it! Really? The fuck? Perfect opportunity to stay where they were in the table. And, and they now, were. They got that goal from Triori, and I'm like, oh, they're pushing, 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 pushing for that, that winner. And they just couldn't do it. Dude, they were bullying put Triori, too. Somebody should have got a red card in that. He was a menace, though. They oh. couldn't even stop him. They had to foul him. Dude, I'm telling you, that kid has found it. And again, big time confidence booster. Yeah, he was like a bench type player last year, and he would come in and do some stuff. But now, all, all of a sudden, he has just really become a player. He's one of the best uh, little wing guys to use in FIFA, too. He's one of the top speeds. And very pacey. Very pacey. Very tight. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, I guess we got to give credit early. Um, I tweeted it out. Lucas Mora, man, his career's absolutely reborn under Mourinho like we said it was going to be. Him and Delhi, I don't know what, these, what he's saying to. Well, Mourinho does love his Brazilians. Yeah. He just finds a way to, like, well, motivate these guys. He does speak, play. like, ten languages. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was a uh, fourth win in five matches for Spurs under Mourinho. And then. It's um, Wolves snapping a, uh, what was it, 11-game unbeaten streak. Yeah. So, unfortunately for them, that, that kind of hurt them a little bit in the in the table. Bumped them down to eighth. And don't look now. Here comes Spurs right on Chelsea's tail by three points. Yeah, three points behind. Bullshit. And uh, actually, believe it or not, United and Sheffield are only four points behind. Yeah. That was a killer for Wolves because that would have put them um, – Still ahead. That would have kept them in fifth if they could have oh, got that's, that draw. That's huge. Yeah, it was unfortunate. It was a really good game to watch. I have to say, as much it as was I, awesome, as much as I hate watching Tottenham in general, it was worth the watch. Did Lucas do well at PSG? No, he didn't really even play. Yeah, that was that's why he left. Dude, it's one of them things. This is one of those kids that it seems like. He never. He was he was the wonder kid, Lucas Mora. He, I remember when he was super duper. He was like eighteen, and they were like, "This kid is going to be like insane." And then he goes to PSG because obviously they can buy him because they have infinity money. And then he doesn't really play. Maybe he doesn't train well. Maybe, and that's why he doesn't get the playing time. But like when he gets the opportunities to play, he scores. Well, also, his coach was numb nuts at PSG, too. Well, that's true. Unai. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then he also, yeah, and then he had a couple idiots with Potch. Potch never played him. And when Potch did play him or was 
quote-unquote forced to play him. All he did was score goals for him, Champions League goals for him. Then he benched him again. That's why Poch doesn't have a job. That's why he does not have a job. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but Mourinho has not made that mistake yet and has been getting him in there. Yeah, I don't know. PSG has too much attacking for Lucas Moore to even see the field, especially when they had, like, Blaise Matuidi and even he didn't play Pastore even yeah. towards the end. And obviously Cavani, Di Maria still got on the team at PSG. So yeah. Cavani might be out. Just, yeah, seems like it. But, yeah, we got um, – One so more Sunday game. We got Man City and Arsenal. I think a solid performance from the City Sans, 3 nothing. De Bruyne just taking over the game. Dominant. World-class performance from pretty much a world-class player. It should have been like 6 nothing to be honest, watching that game. <laughs> it was bad. There were so many more opportunities. Again, I said it in – I don't even know if we were recording yet when you and I were talking about it, but, man, if it wasn't for Burn Leno – this t- Arsenal team might Dunzo. be in, in relegation zone, man. This, this kid is just stands on his head and makes saves to keep him in every game. But when you have no defense, I don't know how many defensive lineups you're going to try and use, but ain't good. Our Arteta is going to have to just clean house or something, man. I don't know what you're going to do. Offer Louise back to Chelsea. You guys, Chelsea needs some defensive help. I keep saying it. I'd Take- rather you play center back. <laughs> I was a pretty nasty center back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, well, the Belgians. You'd rather are... keep Kurt Zuma yeah. over David Luiz? Fuck David Luiz. Yeah, man, that's Dumbass. Bad. Yeah. He didn't even get a start again. Like, Yeah. Uh, 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 Arsenal's just bad, man. It's Arsenal bad team. is just bad. And they are not bad in talent. There's so much talent there. Like, they opened the game and Martinelli missed. That's not true. Misses a scoring opportunity, and then it was game on after that. Like, literally, Martinelli went down, almost scored, didn't score. De Bruyne comes right back, rocket, two minutes into the game, and you were like, this is exactly the game I thought it was going to be. I gave Arsenal too much credit, giving them two goals and picking them 4-2. This was my only point of the week. beat down. It really was. I mean, it it, it could have been way worse. It's a terrible organization. Yeah. That's why Zach, our um, lovely follower – and friend brought up a good point. He was like, they should have been grooming someone to come in right after arson and actually start cleaning house way before. Oh yeah. This should have been done like years ago. They should have said, you know, arson's getting older. Let's groom his replacement under him. Continue on this way. And they didn't. They and figure like getting the Louises and maybe moving on well, from like your Mustafis. That's what happens when you get dumb American ownership. They think money fixes everything, and they go give Emery all this money, and they they let him. It was just it's it's just he's like been an dreadful. absentee owner though. He does he is he even there like is it's the son. It's not like, even what is he doing? It's not he the old do man. Anything. It's the son, and what does he do? He just has done nothing at this point other than bury Arsenal. Like, Arsenal's like, yeah, the fans are like, spend money, spend money, and then they spend money on Nicola Pepe. And, you know, it and remains to be seen. But I'm saying no one fault player, of Pepe. Though, it's no fault of Pepe. It's, it's And then you bring in Kieran Tierney, and he gets hurt. Yeah, he dislocates his shoulder. That's rough. Saeed Klosniak, just like all of a sudden he looks like he's – he, I think he's shell-shocked from that robbery still <laughs> because that ball was coming right at his head and he ducks. He's, you're standing in the goal to protect the goal, 
and you duck your head. Now, I don't think he would have got it, but just the action of ducking your head in a situation where your team and goalie are relying on you, like Leno looked at him and was like, really, bro? Like, if you're going to man that space, <laughs> you better you better jump and try and put your head on that ball. And they just they look like complete out of sorts. They need to go in. Um, so Mikel Arteta gets the job today. Three and a half year deal. Um, I think it's great. It was kind of cool seeing him sitting on the sideline. Uh, Men in Blazers had tweeted out, like, what is he thinking now? And I, I tweeted in a response. It was one of two answers. It was either, Jesus, I don't want this mess. Like, why would you even want to take on this mess? Or the other thing was he was basically not leaving the Emirates without a job offer. And that's pretty much what happened was I think he walked right out into the visitor's locker room. And somebody was in there being like, dude, stay here. Help us, please help us. You're now our head coach. And (laughs) it's basically, as an Arsenal supporter, once Arsenal supporter, still kind of Arsenal supporter, I guess it's it's not a bad move. Ian Dark was talking mad shit on Twitter about hiring uh, a guy that really hasn't had much of a coaching, head coaching uh, thing to try and write this disaster I, of a ship i guess if you're going to give him the time of the deal i don't know if they're going to give him the time of which the deal. i agree i think it's uh it's ballsy it's ballsy i guess you're going and you're basically saying well pep comes from a very strong coaching tree and if sure. and if he's pep's right hand man pep was the right hand man to some big time sometimes so. it doesn't translate though it doesn't always translate but what else were they doing I'd rather not hire Rafa, to be honest with you. They weren't looking to bring in, like, Vieira or, like, the club name, it didn't seem like. Henri had already got his job. Nobody wants the job. Mourinho wanted the job, but you waited too long, and you held on to that idiot for too many, like, two weeks too many. Two weeks. just... Look... I, I put it on Twitter. Look at what Spurs have done since Mourinho has taken over. As much as I don't like him, when you want to turn your franchise around, He's that, the guy. Was, that was the move. And he yep. always wanted London, and everybody knows he would have taken the Arsenal job in a heartbeat, and you idiots just kept hanging on and hanging on and hanging on, and now you're in a situation where you have to take a gamble. Again, maybe he can get some City players over because that's what they need. That's their only hope. Is that a couple guys that aren't getting playing time with City had buddy up with him, and you know there's just, there's just no direction in the club, and it's sad. It is, and I was talking to our our newest fans, um, the guys over at Premier Ford in Brooklyn. I was telling you about right on who big time Arsenal fan up there, and it was the same thing. We were both like, it's just miserable. There's it's exactly it. There's zero direction in that club right now, and it's sad. And I'm happy that. You know, I've kind of taken my eye off them and just been watching these Bournemouth games, and there's no disappointment with Bournemouth. A win, you're ecstatic, and a yes. loss, it's just like, ah. Kind I saw of, this coming. <laughs> yeah, kind of <laughs> expected to lose today. They don't get your hype, hopes up for nothing. True. So, All right, last game of the uh, the week, we saw Brighton and Palace play to a nice 1-1 uh, draw. Yeah, kind of fitting, I guess. Very. I think both teams are pretty equal, actually. This is one of those that, what, like I mentioned earlier that uh, there's a lot of matchups this weekend with teams that are very similar and very close in skill and how their seasons have kind of gone 
And this was a perfect example. Oh, yeah. Brighton, you know, they can turn it up. You know, Malpaw's having a great season. Dude, that was a hell of a shot. He's a good player. He is. I mean, that was like, I could have probably scored that. He had so much time and (laughs) he like got it, switched it to his left or his right. I forget which one. And he piped it. And I'm like, how how are you giving a guy like that so much time in the box? Yeah, he can score. He's a great scorer. And the he's, league's going to finally realize, I think, when they start another round with Brighton, you're going to have to factor for this kid. Yeah, and it's like this uh, Ezekiel Scalotto they brought in like last year or two years ago. He's not even playing defense. They like um, Dan Byrne and Lewis <laughs> Dunk is like the fucking power twins back there. I love my man Lewis Dunk. Best name in the game. Very underrated. We were talking about that in my uh, soccer group chat because we were. I was kidding. My brother was like, "Who do you think Chelsea can bring in for defense?" And I was like, "Lewis Dunk," (laughs) (laughs) just to be funny. And then Zach was like, "He's actually kind of underrated. He really is." But yeah, I mean, Zaha with a fucking piper. Yeah, Zaha. I think he kind of needed that one to get a little bit of get, get going, man. Just get going. He's so good. I just think he's. He's being held back by so much stuff, and he's very another kind of a diva guy. Yeah. He he kind of turns it up when he wants. He wants to win, and I get that. And sometimes these guys, when they get on these clubs and they stop winning for a while, then they get like a little lackadaisical, and they get a little lazy because it's like, well, even if I play my hardest and I get two, we're going to let up three. So why even bother But I think this team injury? needs Zaha. To score because I think the team itself gets a little bit of like a confidence boost when they're like, oh, well, Wilford's playing today for once. Yeah. Maybe we should too. Yeah. And then they turn it up. The second half, the late in that game, once he scored, Palace looked threatening. Like yeah, I, I tweeted actually, out. I thought they were going to end up winning. To Crystal game. Palace DC, our boys. And I'm like, come on, Palace. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, we picked up another one, Crystal Palace Atlanta. Oh, nice. Yes. So, Sweet. Yeah, we're starting because of DC. Thank you, DC. It's starting to spread now, so we're like the <laughs> avid. Have to be a person. Palace fan, <laughs> yeah, and we might end up having to become Palace fans just because they're our most active on Twitter. Maybe um, one day we'll have to make a trip to DC and do like a a live show from their home bar. Yeah, in DC, right? That would be pretty cool. Right, that would be really on cool. site. We'll have to send them a little info. I'll I'll get in touch with whoever runs their page. I'll send them a message. Sick. Yeah. But yeah, and you saw it was Roy Hodgson's 100th game in charge. Yeah. At Palace. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. For the old buck. I love Roy. He's like a walking corpse. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Poor guy just looks like he's just not there. But um, what see, else? I don't know. He seems to, when it comes down to strategy, he's still got it. Not though. a bad coach. Yeah, he's not a bad coach. Um, And also, Yaro Ride the Yaro Rydewald. Rydewald. The Dutch kid who they signed him, I think, three years ago. So he played four games his first season, missed all of last season, and missed all of the season this season up until the game on Monday. So he hadn't even played a game in 659 days. And with injury, he had to kind of be was forced, into forced the- to kind of speed up his uh, recovery. So... Congrats to him for finally getting on the field again. I know that sucks yeah, to, to, to have to make injuries. That comeback. And I remember him being a big time Dutch defender that hopefully can uh, get his injury 
bug kind of gone and you yeah, know so, be so. the player that everyone kind of thought that sometimes these guys he would. bounce back later from that. Hopefully that's the case with him. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, it's halftime. That's the halftime whistle. We've uh, we've talked a lot. We've we talked a shit ton today. We have in our first half, but there's so much to go over, and there's a lot, just a lot to say. We could do shows for two hours, but who would really want that? Yeah, I could talk for days. Not for not our Spotify people. I know, but um, I guess uh, we'll be back in the second half talking some uh, world soccer. I want to touch on. Big plays games brought up Thorgan Hazard. I want to talk about my Dortmund boys. Um, kind of a disappointing draw against Leipzig. Yeah, what a game. 3-3. Three, three. You're up 2 nothing and you draw. But, hey, well, I'll, I'll say what I feel about that yeah. in the second half. Yeah, for the Twitch followers, this is going to be a, way, a pretty quick halftime. Yeah. If you have any questions, I know uh, Big Play Games, he's always a guy for throwing out the hard hitters. Yes. So, um but, yeah, we'll be uh, right back for the second half. We'll talk about um, Week 18 coming up here in the Prem. Yes. So here's a funky-ass tune for y'all to get down to. Back second half of episode twenty one of Kicking It Stateside. We're just gonna run down. Probably we'll do a little like uh, run around the world here. Any hot topics? A little Champions League talk. Yes. The matchups are set. It's exciting. Very exciting. Um, so Champions League, we're at the round of sixteen here, starting up in February. February eighteenth, Dortmund will lose. Unfortunately, don't say that. I don't think so. I mean, I think you're underestimating Dortmund and overestimating PSG, to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's the... Uh, PSG ain't all that. It's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I guess that's a good segue. That first um, Tuesday, the 18th, there's two games. You got Dortmund, PSG, which I think it could go either way. I mean, depends on what Dortmund team shows up to play, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Jay and Sancho absolutely destroying it. Um, he's definitely going to be gone after this year, no doubt about it. Yeah, you're not going to be able to keep that. Um, PSG, I mean, stupid Neymar and Cavani and those cats are always whoa, <laughs> <Just went down. laughs> always pretty tough. Overrated, they are, but they dominate a really like talk about a league that from the top team to the rest of the teams, there's discrepancy. Holy cow, man. That's very top. There's league. no very top. There is league. no competition in that league. So when they're just running through everybody, and you're like, oh, they're so good in the French league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You're not playing talent. And then when they do run into some of these world power talented teams, even a team like Dortmund, they're gonna be in for a little bit of. A, they're gonna be in for a game. They're not gonna be getting dominated or dominating. Uh, it's gonna be high scoring. Yeah. Either way, I think it'll be fun though. It's. Tomasz Tuchel, the old Dortmund coach, it's kind of his revenge game, I think. So that that kind of uh, yeah doesn't sit well with me. But, yeah, it should be good. 
Um, you got Atletico and Liverpool in the same day, so unfortunately that'll probably be on. That'll be your TNT game. Yeah, unfortunately, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think Liverpool is going to crush Atletico. Yeah, see, I'm of the opposite thought. I think Atletico is. Uh... It's too much turnover there. New team, not the same. There's... No Griezmann. Yeah, I, I think they're better without him. Oh, I don't. Because they've added in places they needed more help. They got rid of Karen the... Trippier was a huge add on that defense. They don't have the ageless wonder Godin anymore. Yeah, but they have uh, some other kids that have been playing really good on the defensive end. And they have what, you know, I think is the most good up-and-coming young talent in the world in Jal Felix and – you know, they, they're just... They're, it's a tough task. Yeah. Thomas, task. Tom, Tomas Parte. Yeah. I mean, they... I don't know. It is. Tough it's, task. It's going to be a tough task. But again, I think Liverpool is going to use more resources for Premier League than they're going to for anything else. I think Premier League is definitely taking number one priority this year after winning Champions League last year. And I think that, you know... A team like Atletico, who's good enough, might be able to catch them off guard and knock them out in the first round. It'll take a miracle, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, then Wednesday, the 19th of February, uh, Atalanta and Valencia, kind of the most underwhelming. That was that matchup of I the said. Draws. One yeah. of them, somebody was going to get a draw that's going to get them to that eight that and maybe doesn't like, necessarily yes, deserve it. I want both these teams. Well, Valencia actually played pretty well in the. In a group with Chelsea and Ajax. They did. They did. <laughs> I'll give them credit. And Atlantia did, you know, they did enough to get here. So this could be, they could be that little team that sneaks by Valencia even and makes it to the eight that no one would expect. I'd be shocked, but. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, that same day, Spurs taking on uh, Red Bull Leipzig. Let's go Red Bull. In the Bundesliga. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the year for Leipzig because next season they're getting rid of Timo Werner's gone. Yusef Paulsen, I think he can go somewhere else. Yeah. He's a good player. Hey, they had a meeting as well with uh, Mr. Howland, too, though. That's true. That'd suck if he went there. Over Dortmund? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tough for you. Well, Red Bull, they just tough have the money to, to just – throw at anybody they, they do want. and they already have that tie with Salzburg that's the only thing that I could see and this young kid this Unta de Campo he's a I think he's center back for Leipzig he was a stud yeah. against Dortmund I saw him like I remember hearing about him and he's only like 20 years old yeah and he oh, yeah. is a rock yeah he's a young kid he's uh soon he's a French national it. he'll be on the French team mm. he'll be filling up that middle when some of these older guys Start to, to I was going to say, in a few years, you'll definitely hear this kid's name being tossed around. Actually, the funny thing is, he is one of the two center backs on my Bournemouth franchise team. I sold Ake off, mm. and I brought in an aging Tiago Silva for mm. big money. Jeez. And then I brought this kid in cheap because he was still young, relatively cheap. And that's my center back pairing right now. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Pretty solid, and he develops like a beast when you train him. So, yeah, he's he's dope. So obviously, I'm rooting for Leipzig in this one. Same, clear. Um, 
Then the following week on the Tuesday, we got Chelsea Bayern. That's probably always, always. Well, like you said, you were gonna, you weren't gonna get, you weren't gonna draw all this at Atlanta or one of them. You were gonna get a very good competitive team, and you sure did. Yeah, and a Bayern team that's the randomest guys on their team. Like Coutinho's on that team. Ivan Perisic is Perisic on that team is now. on that team. Yeah. And they still have, you know, like still Tolisso got, and Tiago. They still got Serge. Serge. And obviously Lewandowski is a beast. So yeah, that's number one scorer in the world right now. That game you just got to beat the shit out of their center backs because yeah. Boateng is on the downslope of his career. He's getting old. And with Nicolas Sula getting hurt, which was huge for them. Yeah. Their outside backs are studs with Kimmich and uh, Alaba. Yeah, Kimmich is going to, I hate to say, he can shut down either of those wings for Chelsea. It's Tammy playing through the center and just trying to maybe outpace him and outmuscle him off. That, that's the only way you're going to beat this team. And you're going to have to them. outscore them. Yeah, you're going to have to because, again, Byron, any of these German teams, it's just it's a slower game. They play a little bit different. Um and that is going to be the the deciding factor is if you can play with more pace and and like you said outscore you're going to have to outscore you got to you got to outscore yeah for sure which and it's a physical bundesliga and there's not as much like we said i think a few shows ago um skilled technically wise right so they have to rely on a little bit more you know bully ball type style but Chelsea's got to beat the hell out of them that first leg at home, or it's going to be you're not going to the Allianz down a goal or two and probably going to win that that tie. Yeah, that's there's no way. So they got to start fast, play through that center back pairing, and just hope to outscore them. Yeah, that's the only way. That should be an awesome matchup, though. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, That same day, we got Napoli. Um, hosting Barcelona, um, kind of an interesting one. Napoli's one of those teams that they can score. They can. You know, the Dries Mertens of the world, and obviously this young Mexican kid, her, uh, Chucky Lozano, yeah. has been kind of a bright spot for them as well. So <sighs> it's just a tough task. It is. That's Barcelona good. has been advancing at least into the round of eight pretty much every season obviously yeah it's on paper uh, it's the most talented team in the world right it absolutely is the most talented team in the world it's just whether they're going to put it all together at the right times yeah it's uh it's a very tough task for napoli to uh again another one where napoli has got to come out fast and they got to put up a lot um they got to score a lot of goals at home leg or they're going to be in trouble going back to the uh the camp new yeah down a goal or two so yeah um, then that Wednesday, the final two games, we see Lyon hosting Juventus. Another Cristiano which, Ronaldo gift. Yeah, this should be um, not really close at all. I think that's kind of my prediction. That's, that's the world of – that's FIFA or the world of soccer saying we can't have him out in the first round of the knockout round. Yeah, they need uh, – They gave him Ronaldo to get in there. Of course, they at least to the eight. <laughs> They got to see like a Ronaldo Real rematch or a Ronaldo something, but yeah, you got to keep him alive, and that's a good way to do it. Give him Lyon in the first round. Yeah, 
very tough task for the uh, the French yeah. side. Um, I'm pretty sure no one's going to pick them to win. No, but uh, again, there's always that one team, like the Ajaxes, out of that that surprise some people. And if you do take them lightly, they can punish you. They do have some scoring on that team. Memphis, yeah, among others, yeah. He is. Uh, he's been. He's been on fire lately for them, though. Yeah, he's he's been stepping his game up for them. But again, they got a, a tough task. Very tough task. There's, because there's a lot of talent on that Juventus team. Obviously, yeah. again, another kind of like it's them in Italy over everybody else. I know the standings don't really show that at this point, but it'll kind of work its way out. Yeah, because the Italians, they're going to be uh, if the, if they get down in that first leg, they're just going to sit on back. And you're probably not going to break them down at the uh, whatever their stadium is yeah. in Turin, but yeah, it's a it's it's a tough one. Um, last but definitely probably the best of the games in the first Real Madrid in Man City. Yeah, it's kind of great because one of them one of those go. is done. One of them's got to go early, and that's perfect for everyone else. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. I, I think it's this is a toss up for me. I don't know. I think the way the Prem's going now, I think Pep gets these boys up and ready and gets his best roster going for this now. You got to play for Champions League now. Yeah. And I I don't know the time frame on Laporte. It's been a while since we talked about him. I know it was a pretty bad injury, but I guess hopefully for them, maybe he could be coming back around then. It's still a couple months away. Mm. I'd have to look into it a little bit more. Um, maybe. Or again, you're going to have the window. The would. For a few of these teams, Chelsea and City and obviously a couple others that we follow in the Prem outside of maybe Liverpool, like adding going into this is going to be big for them too and fixing some of their problems that they might be having in Premier League and getting them right for this run of Champions League. This is really what you got to play for right now because the way Liverpool is going, there's not much to play for in the Prem. The opportunity's here, and this could be big. Yeah, I guess um, it's like a, a man or a Real Madrid team, you know, no more Ronaldo. Yeah. So it's basically like Benzema and whatever young kid, you know. And Modric. Yeah. I mean, the, they got a great midfield. They do. And, you know, they got a pretty solid, you know, pairing with Varane and uh, they're just, Sergio Ramos. They're slow. Yeah, they're not doing like that great this year, though. No, they're not. They're just. I was surprised to actually see Barcelona draw them yesterday. I thought Barca would take the opportunity. But that's kind of but how both those teams are this year. Yeah, they both basically played not to lose yesterday. It was right, like zero. Nobody wanted. Nobody yeah. wanted to take any chances. Just stupid. Go for it, especially if you're Barca. Like the I, titles too. It's too tough of a close of a race to like slip up. Yeah, that's okay. what you're. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Just every, they. We're both afraid to lose and lose that little bit of ground. Yeah. Because it's so tough because, again, the Spanish league is so top-heavy that oh, if yeah. you lose, like, one to a team that's above you, it's tough to make those points up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, And you have, yeah, there's a lot of there's talent in that league. You could lose at any time. But, yeah, so that's kind of the, uh, the rundown. I think once um, – once it gets closer to the actual games, we'll probably do a little bit more in depth and yeah, maybe we'll do make a some predictions. Breakdown. I'm all about that. We could predict um, the whole round. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that definitely once it gets draws closer. Yeah, maybe a week still got before. Some time. So, but I just wanted to uh, 
We just wanted to kind of give you uh, the matchups. Yeah. Let it marinate. Yeah, I there. didn't want to do the Europa. There's 32 teams left in there. That's a little deep. Um, That's another one, probably more towards. We could do it once, once we get close to it, because yeah. I'd like to like highlight the fact the wolves are still playing and teams like that maybe when they get down to 16 yeah because that's a lot yeah right now they go 32 so because you got all the teams that drop down got knocked out of champions league like the Ajaxes that are now popping back in so right once yeah like you said once that's done then we'll get into that too carabelle cup we got a final four mm-hmm. uh we got a man city or uh, manchester derby again for part of the final four and then we got one of the hottest teams in the world, Leicester City. Leicester and Villa. Getting into the final against final four against Villa. I think that sucks for Villa. Yeah, it's a tough draw. Yeah. And obviously Villa beat Liverpool's U twenty three team. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Liverpool get had in. no choice but pretty much to play. Yeah, that they to... had to do two squads with this stupid um World Cup club World Cup yeah. in like the middle of the uh Premier League season. Yeah, and they don't want to like take that lightly because you're Liverpool and it's just another title that you can hold. Say. And they're going to win that because they're playing Flamingo from Brazil. Oh, nice. As their as the final and I'm sure Bobby Blue Eyes is just going to want to be like I that seems dominate. like a win there. Yeah, front page of the Brazilian newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I mean City beat Oxford, which I think everyone saw that. Yeah. And then Man United beat uh, Colchester, but Colchester also beat Spurs. Yes. So Shit Spurs. Well, Spurs are always shit. That was shit, when but, they were yeah, shitty. But they were really shit then. But, yeah, um, I don't know. When does that start back up? Carabao Cup. Uh, that that first – those uh, first games are January 7th. So it's oh, soon. soon. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's soon. Because then soon – Actually, once- that's the day we're doing – we have a show that day. Yeah. So that'll be cool. So, yeah, because pretty soon we're going to start getting into the FA Cup when you see the Prem teams come into the fold. Yes. Yes. Um, I guess any other um, that – well, first the Syria thing with the campaign, the anti-racism campaign, right? Syria just dropping the ball all around this year <laughs> in this whole racism thing. Try to – make right and totally drop the ball yes they have an anti-racism campaign but on the poster of it is three monkeys <laughs> like you can't make this it's up like, it's like, like you really can't like i it's it, i know we're not we're not laughing but we are because we've discussed this at you know in depth many nauseum and no thank you that was the word i was nauseum and Again, we've just gotten to the point where, like, this is ridiculous now. Like, it just continues to go on. It, this seems to be the heart of it. Yeah. It is really, um, yeah, Chief apologizes for anti-racism racism artwork. Like, it's just. <laughs> I feel like they almost do it on purpose now. Oh, yeah. Because they think it's funny still. Which I is just I think ridiculous. Ma- I think a majority of them do. I hate to say it, but I really think they do. Like, oh, this is funny. We tried to, you know, cover our tracks and make right with the world. And then it's like a backhand saying and yeah. then putting three monkeys on it. Like people aren't smart enough to know like what you're trying to do. Like yeah. just stop. That was just ridiculous. Just stop. 
Like, it's not funny. It never was. And for them to continue to think that it's, like, a big joke, you're a fucking joke. Yeah. What's going to have to happen is if it keeps going, FIFA should just come in and be like, yeah, we're just going to suspend the rest of the season for all of Serie A. Yeah. Like, that's that's one way to take take money out of all these owners hands and that that would be one way to do it. All Serie A teams are suspended from all play. Champions League, their season's over for this year. It's like something. I mean, I mean, we got to do something. We try and say like, "Oh, what's the next step? What can you do to really end it?" And you say you make a swift, tough, hard. Yeah. Somebody's not playing. Something's getting suspended. The league, a team. It's all about money these days anyway. Hit them in their pockets. Because that might do oh, it. Oh, yeah. That that might do it. But then it's like, well, you know, it's half the time it's the fans that are the issue. Yeah, well. And they're just like, well, that's our... Get your fans in order. Yeah, Syria just... Yeah. It's a different world. People I'm don't... not Italian, so it doesn't affect me, and I've never been a huge fan, so... Yeah, that's one league I could... I've never really cared about, to be honest. Like, I know we have a lot of probably Italian listeners, and I'm not shitting on the league. I'm just... I, me personally, I just have no attachment to it. No, I've never have. I've never really picked a team. I guess Roma was kind of like... Like, I know Inter Milan won the Champions League with Jose Mourinho. Yeah. A long, long time ago. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows Inter, and everybody knows, like... And you think the Bundesliga is slow... Italian football is just... It is. It's... It's defensive. It's very defensive. It's like watching paint dry. And now that Ronaldo is in it, I think it was a genius move on their part to get a little bit of flair and all this other shit, but still, it's like... Yeah, Lukaku, he's playing He's playing well. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. see Inter doing well. Yeah. AC Milan, like big plays said, is struggling mightily this year. Roma's back up in the top four again, which I like to see. They played but a good... again, it's a very heavy... Yeah. That top four is always way better than the rest of the league. Oh, yeah. There's it's no, not even close. There's no balance like what we have. I mean, although the Prem this year, the top four. But now it's getting close again. Yeah. That top four is not separating, maybe other than Liverpool. For sure. Um, let's see. Well, the MLS uh, released their schedules today, all the teams. So that's kind of exciting for all you MLSers out there. Yeah, check it out. It means we're getting closer. When does season start? March? March 1st, Saturday in March usually. That's awesome. So in a couple months or so, we'll have a nice preview show. Fuck, yeah. Nothing too crazy. I mean, pretty soon we're going to be getting into January, so we got the transfer window opening back up. Yeah. That's always an exciting time. Um, Always, you know, silly season, hot stove everything you know people are like here's something in a bar and then they go and tell the press (laughs) and then that gets lost in translation and it's just like oh yeah every day you can log on to a different form of media and they're like oh Cavani's going to and there'll be nine different places in five days that this guy has been linked to or it happens a lot in that in this sport but you got to be careful what you report on yeah who the source is is a big thing yeah and you'll be like, yeah, what the percentage is. Sometimes we'll just put it out there, and they'll be like, well, it's only a 4% chance, but it could happen. Oh, yeah, But sure. they just put the headline out there. Clickbait, Some people man. just read yeah, People read the headlines only, so. 
Yeah. But it's exciting. Still, I like that t- this time of the year. Yeah, we're still trying to wait to see where this Erling Haaland kid is going to be winding up. And I guess the next top topic guy that the big um, Premier League teams are after is this kid from Lille, this Osimhen. Osimhen? Yeah, the kid that replaced Pepe. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about him when I did my little African spotlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Feels did. like many, many moons ago. It was many moons ago. It was very early into our infancy, but yeah, that kid's apparently. Been... Hey, he's having a nice year. Yeah, what a what a way you know, guy in front of you leaves and you it's get an time opportunity to, shine. to play, and he's absolutely done it. And you see a guy like Pepe get eighty million, and could be in this kid's future too. So you love to awesome. see it. Hell yeah, but yeah. I guess that's kind of the uh, yeah, the hot topics around. I mean, yeah, there's not much else to really get into. Get ready for this upcoming weekend. Yeah, a little bit of prem talk coming up. Week, uh, what do we got? Week eighteen here. Yeah, and it, again, this month has been coming fast and furious with games. It's been crazy. so many. So we got another uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then obviously Boxing Day will follow the following Thursday. Um. So yeah, we can start with um, the breakfast game. Das extra. <laughs> The Rooster Crows. What that means it's seven thirty. What an interesting matchup this yeah, is. Yeah, Everton Arsenal. Two very very underachieving teams going through some major facelifts right now. Yeah. Um I don't know if this possibly kid, two new managers. I was gonna say I don't know Vancelotti from here. Watch right after the show, it'll be announced that I know they it agree. seems to always happen that once we finish our shows, some big announcement comes out um unfortunately but that's just the way it is yeah um but it looks like this kid will be in for arsenal and i don't know if we'll be seeing big dunk or ancelotti yet for everton um but even without ancelotti coming in um everton seems to have turned it around ever so slightly under dunk they're home um arsenal still looks like absolute trash yeah um so i don't know how much this kid could even get done in a few days anyway. Right. Um, if they stick with Lumberg like as the interim for one more game, kind of like Watford did, just because he's not fully ready to take over coaching duties. Um, but we'll see. We'll hear the news on that shortly. Um, and, dude, I don't know. I don't know. As a, as a Arsenal supporter or whatever I want to call myself at this point. Um, um, I'm making you pick this. I know you are. But don't you pick first this week. Sure. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, Gee. <laughs> I mean, I could. I mean, it could be a double manager bump. <laughs> <laughs> big dunk to Ancelotti. It's like, whoa. But if they do, if they if they roll out big dunk, I mean, who's to say they, they remain hot? <laughs> Here's the th- yeah, like if. <laughs> if they roll out Big Dunk again and they win again, how do you hire Ancelotti? Like, that's what's going to drive me crazy. The big name. Always the I, big name. Stupid. But, um, yeah, it's pretty tough to pick either of these teams at this point. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Everton at home. I'm not probably going to disagree with you. I think this one might come down to score for you and I. Yeah. Oh, man. If I, I want to go If I don't pull my draw card out right away either. It wouldn't be a bad idea on the draw either. No. Um, I need points bad. Yeah, you need to do the opposite of me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to say 2-1 Everton just to be a safe a safe bet. I think they get maybe like Richarlison goal. Oh, somebody's scoring for Everton. There's not a doubt in my mind that Arsenal can't keep a clean sheet. Big dunk or Ancelotti, doesn't matter. Manager bump. I think Everton stays uh, somewhat lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> what say you? Mm, I'm going to pull it right now. 2-2, two, two, draw. Ooh, he said 2-2. Two, two. Just because I'm just getting dominated right now. I'm 13 points behind you after a big swing week. So I got to play it safe. Arsenal lets up goals. Um, Everton lets up goals. There might be a little bit of a, like you said, manager swings. I'm going to go 2-2 two, two draw here. Book it. We got some solid matchups this week. Weekend. And this will pretty much be final. It, no, it definitely will be final right as we're starting the show Yeah, on Saturday. Yes. We are doing the 10 a.m. show on Saturday on A2D platform for anybody who missed it earlier. Um, we'll be starting that right as those games are beginning. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have an answer to this. We'll be able to talk about this we will. on we that show. We can go show. into depth. Absolutely. Um, so there's a shit ton of 10 o'clock games. We got Bournemouth hosting Burnley. Um, two teams, again, we could say, hey, that was Bournemouth being Bournemouth. Come on, Cherries. Oh, hey, that two was in a row. Burnley Let's... just being Burnley. This is such a toss-up because both teams can just shit beds at yeah. <laughs> the same time. I think this could be like one one zero zero. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's not there's not going to be a lot of scoring. No, that they both can tell us that. Although Burnley scores a little bit more than right. Bournemouth lately. You could maybe see a Chris Wood goal, and I don't know who Bournemouth gets a goal from. It's got to be a Wilson. Callum Wilson's been hurt. I think he hasn't been playing. Yeah, I I think he just I think they're giving him a little break. He maybe was on, yeah. he was on an eight goal uh, without scoring streak. So I think they were like trying to mix it up, get this kid King some time. King's a good player, young, yeah, a little bit younger. Got to get him some playing time with Solanke. Dom Solanke. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you're 100 percent right. It's it's going to be a tight. It could be tough. Probably snoozy. slow, snoozy game. We're not picking this one, correct? Nah. Okay. Um, another 10 o'clocker. We got Villa hosting Southampton. Two teams that. Need, need win. win bad. Bad. Villa, if they lose the, this is basically a six pointer. Because if you lose this, you're you're head, Villa would head right into relegation. Oh, right? they would, yeah, because Hampton Southampton would, move would up. jump them. Yeah. So this is a big game at home. A young Villa team. They this gotta, is their test. They got to ride these little coattails of this Liverpool win. I know it was a U twenty three Liverpool team, but you still beat Liverpool. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta use that. And the confidence is there. It's just they have. They are probably put the, it all together. They're the best bad team in the league right now. I have to say, like yeah. as far as and when I say bad, I just I'm talking about points and where you're sitting in a table. I don't think they're necessarily bad. Um, they've been the better of all those teams at the bottom. Like if you looked and you you told me that they were like twelfth, I'd believe you. Just we. Like from the eye test, right? But if you also told me they were right on the outside, I'd be like, "Yeah, I, I can see that too. too." Yeah, so I just don't want Dean Smith to get fired. I don't want Dean Smith to get fired either because then he'd have to go back to UNC. And we can't make the joke <laughs> anymore. We can't make the joke, but I don't want Fuck. Ralph to get fired because then you can't do your Ralph voice. Damn it! I'm in a pickle. We need a draw here. Yeah, we need a nice draw here. 
I don't know. I think Villa is going to eke this one out at home. I think so. I think you might you might be right on that one. So Like a 2-1-er at home. Maybe Jackie gets on the board Jackie again. gets back in, and one of these Egyptians, either El Ghazi or uh, Trezeguet, gets a goal. That seems to be the – maybe Wesley finds his way again because he was hot as hell to start the year and yeah. disappeared. So Yeah, so um, moving on down, we got Brighton hosting Sheffield, which is kind of an intriguing one. Brighton, you know, they've been doing what they do. I mean, they've been kind of playing that, like, middle, middle of the road. They've been better than we expected. They are exceeding expectations. They're, You're fi- right. they're finding scoring from Malpaul. Um and this Trossard kid's been kind of Trossard's a, finally waking up. A nice uh He's playing well addition to the team. He's definitely playing well. Um I like Graham Potter, good manager. Yeah. I just feel again Sheffield's tough though, man. Any Sheff- they haven't the lost deal. an away game this year. They're the real deal. And and there's no way to pick against them at this point. No, Bright- can't. Brighton has enough hiccups this year that I could see Sheffield at, at least stealing a goal or two. Again, whether they can defend it or not, that's this could be another tight, drawly, one goal, different type game. Yeah. Two, one, one, it's really one, just what, what Brighton team shows up. Yeah. You'd see that one that, you know, played Palace tough. Or, you know... The one that whooped Arsenal's ass. You know, yeah, a lot better. But Sheffield, <laughs> Sheffield are the Road Dogs. They are. That's my new name for them. <laughs> the, the Road, road dogs. dogs. I like that. Yeah. They're just slicing up the competition, man. Blades. I had, are we picking this one? Um, I was either thinking this one or the Newcastle Palace because the rest of the games are kind of shit. Right. Uh, you're cool. I don't know. That'd... We'll go New Passel Callis Palace. <laughs> okay. New, just so we don't have to pick Fair enough. Sheffield. And then Two Nothing Palace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's already calling it out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Newcastle is just like I Newcastle. One of those teams I can't figure out. But neither I can I figure out Palace. Yeah. To save my life. Yeah. So well, let's get into that one then. Yeah, it's your pick. Uh Newcastle at home against Palace. I know our Crystal Palace DC and now Crystal Palace Atlanta fans will enjoy the fact that I'm not going to pick them because when I pick against Palace, Palace seems to win. Yeah. But I'm going to have to pick Newcastle at home in like a 2-1 victory. 2-1. 2-1 Newcastle at home. Mm-hmm. I might have to um, pull out my draw card here. Okay. I'm going to say like 1-1. One, one. That's safe. Good pick. I feel like I can ride my safe with a decent lead. I, I don't want to get too crazy. Yeah. Don't go nutty. I'm not going to go too crazy, guys, and freak out. This is going to be one of those 1-1 one, one games, too, that I'm just going to be sitting at the edge of my seat begging for <laughs> Newcastle goal, and we'll get like a late crystal goal, and we'll both miss it. <laughs> Which is fine. Hey, yeah. I'm slowly becoming a big palace guy. Yeah. Hey, they're again. Their their fan groups are our biggest supporters on uh, Twitter. I would say most retweets and everything so far. Obviously, big play. You've been hooking us up too, so thank you for that love and support. But yeah, every time I have picked them this year, they disappointed. So for their fan bases, I'll pick against them, and I'm sure they'll probably draw or win, and I'll just keep losing points to you. Um, Norwich and Wolves. I mean, I guess the Canaries have been somewhat better. Pookie's been on a nice little roll here. 
Yeah. Sucks for Norwich, though. I think Wolves are going to be a little heated up after that. Yeah, they deserve. They thought they definitely deserved a. Uh, they deserved a point in a that new, game. Yeah, for sure. Against the Spurs, and they didn't get it. Definitely so. disappointed, um, to say the least. I would think. I mean, a ninety-minute goal—that's a, a big one. A yeah. Tough one to swallow, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Norwich. They're just too inconsistent for me. If they don't get a goal from Pookie, they're not they're not winning or drawing. Yeah. But this could be a tie too, just because Norwich is home. This could definitely be draw Kings back at it again. Draw Kings back at it again. I could see that too. Yeah, I don't know though. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, if Wolves got the dub, I'd like to say Wolves get the dub just to get back up over Spurs, possibly. Yeah, Raúl Jiménez getting back on the sheet here. Yeah, he's been like little disappearing for the last couple of weeks yeah sort of quiet hopefully Triori's okay he took a bad spill late in that game they were mm-hmm. beating him up in that spurs game so that'll be big for the wolves jota's been playing better i don't know again like you said it's tough if pookie scoring or cantwell scoring then norwich is going to be in it right if not they are they're not they are not so the big daddy of them all the game on saturday twelve thirty. we got man city hosting the Second place on the line. What does the fox say? Can they do it? I don't know. How real are they? Can they go into the Etihad and at least get a result? That's all you need. If they get a result, they are on their way to a easily top three finish, even Uh, top two. Oh, yeah. You don't have to win this game if you're Leicester. Yeah, I think they'd be. But at I don't think the your title way, hopes are happening. I, I hate to say it. I no. don't think anybody's catching Liverpool. Um, I think the way Leicester's been playing, I think they would be sort of disappointed to not get a win, though. Just because of the way they're playing. If it was any other season, I would be like, yeah, to get a point at the Etihad. But we've seen teams go in there and win. Yeah, It's not like they're unbeatable at home. No, now their last two haven't been the greatest. And They've then, been kind of like slowing down a little bit, but I mean, Leicester, would, you could call it a setback if you want, but I mean, they won eight in a row. They did before that, <laughs> yeah. They and did. a city team that honestly they played really well against. You know, they they did what they needed to do against you know Arsenal. Yeah, and they showed why they are one of the better teams, but. I guess I have to start these picks off. Number three of the picking. Damn. I don't want to go against our Foxes. I, they're, they're tough to go against. I probably should have saved my draw card for this one. I know. Just for safety. This is safety in numbers. They've drawn their last two games, too, if you count. Uh, technically, the Carabao Cup. Yesterday, right. they drew one in Penn. So. Um, I'll go crazy. I'll go Man City 3-2. See some scoring in this one. I hope so. You know Vardy's going to get that. Maybe James Madison. Dude, I can't even. I have to stick with them, and it's killing me because I'm down so many points, but i got to take the shot. 2-1 Leicester. That result, that score for them has been very prominent this year. They've won a lot of 2-1 games, games this year, I feel like. So I feel like, I like they're, they're going to prove they're the real deal. They're going to show City up. We'll see. That's what I'm going to be rooting it's for. It's going to be an awesome game. Yeah. Regardless. That, that's the game. That's the win. game to watch. That's the game to watch. And we'll we'll be back home after. Actually, no. We'll be 
Yeah. Yeah. Saturday we'll be done and we'll be out of there and back home definitely for that game. So hell's yeah. And just as a note, there was a postponement mm-hmm. in the uh, what West Ham Liverpool game. Yeah. So since, that game will get moved since Liverpool's in this um, Club World Cup going on today or tomorrow. I guess is the final. So they decide to uh, move that game against West Ham back, which is probably good for West Ham. Yeah, that's huge for West Ham. They could use that later when they are <laughs> on make the up verge points. of getting relegated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when Liverpool's resting their players yeah, after Liber- winning the title. Yeah, five <laughs> weeks to go or whatever it's going to be. So. But on Sunday, we got Watford hosting United, Manchester United at 9 o'clock. Yeah, nice. Anything crazy in this one you see? I sure as hell don't. <laughs> the only. Neither do I. Waking up Sunday morning and uh, basically, I'm sure United cruises here. We say it all the time whenever anybody's facing Watford. <laughs> but <laughs> and United has actually been playing well. They've been playing very well. They. It's been a while now since they've lost the game. They're on a pretty solid win slash draw streak and they wanted to get pogba involved and now he's sick yeah and he was at his brother's wedding do you see that he was dancing around uh, <laughs> what a clown I, this guy i become. love i love him as a, a player clown. i am not loving him as a just a person Footballer. right now as a yeah as a professional i should say i guess he's he's not showing me many signs of professionalism um but i guess he's just his time has come he doesn't want to be there. It's clear. January's coming. Get him out of there. Let him continue his career. You guys are playing better ball now as a team. So yep. get that headache out of your room and use, just move forward. Yeah, just move forward. Um, so the last game on Sunday, we got eleven thirty. We got Spurs hosting Chelsea. This is the big one. This the is big one. The battle for fourth place. Yeah, this, the, uh, this could flip flop. The fourth place six pointer. The Mourinho revenge game, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. It's just tough. I got to pick this one first. Yeah. Damn, man. It's just a tough Spurs team, and Mourinho's got them on the right track, and you hit Chelsea just struggling. They need the Christmas break, I think, more than anybody right now. They do, but what a way to go. You could go into it with a nice win. It's just, I don't know. I don't see it. You're coming off a really bad loss. At home to Bournemouth. 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea. Because I won't pick the damn Spurs. I won't even pick them to tie anymore because they fucked me last week. Um, Damn. I don't even want to do it to my own club. <laughs> it's tough. Do you sacrifice the points? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it more exciting because we've picked a lot of different... We went opposite on, I think, everything. We did. We try um, to. I mean, sometimes it's just games we have to both pick the same team to win. Fuck. I just I I want to say like two nothing Spurs, but I feel like Chelsea will at least get one. Let's say, yeah, let's say two one Spurs. So same score other way. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm just I'm just not having a lot of faith in the Blues right now. <laughs> I have a ton of faith in them, and normally I. Uh... I may not, but when they're playing Tottenham, there's nothing but uh, there's nothing, nothing but I'm, losses. I'm nothing but a Chelsea fan when they're playing Tottenham. <laughs> so I know, damn. Oh well, but yeah, that's kind of the uh, rundown for Week 18. Yes, um, a lot of good ones. 
a lot of perfect games to uh we're gonna start seeing a little bit of uh you know there's a lot of close ones i mean chelsea spurs is huge with point wise you know Spurs is a, they're nipping on those heels and Chelsea this is a game that you kind of look in the mirror and you're like we got to come out and beat this Mourinho motherfucker and if not then it's almost like I kind of said it the Christmas time is going to come at the right time it really is so I guess since this is the last show before our Christmas and holiday Hanukkah whatever you celebrate out there yes yes um, starts Monday the 23rd yes um a hierarchy i guess of maybe top three things to do around the holiday time since i won't do christmas i don't want to single out a a holiday gotcha um let's or what you look forward to doing around this this time of year well one of them would be i would say three and my son was really upset at me last night because he thought we were going last night, but we had to reschedule some stuff. And I'm going to take him this weekend. Um, just going around, seeing some lights, different places. I'm actually going this evening to the Philly Zoo. They got some light thing going on there. And yeah, yeah. Then I'm going to take him this weekend over to Shady Brook Farms over in the Newtown area. Yeah. The one where you drive through. He likes that. That light show's so, sweet. We'll be doing that. Um, I would say my second would be just, you know, eating. Yeah. All the food and all the cookies and all the good stuff that comes along with the holidays and hanging with the fam and all that. This is a a little different Christmas for me and holiday season this year. A lot of strange shit going on. So I'm like not totally in the mood trying to get there just for the excitement of my little guys. Um, or little guy, my daughter's not so little anymore. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I guess number one, I have to say is sport. I mean, this is always an awesome time of the year. There's a lot of sport going on and this is what we do. So we're going to get some awesome boxing day games Mm -hmm. and we're going to get to do a show. Then, uh, the NBA is always awesome. There's always some good Christmas games then. Oh, there's some good Christmas games. Uh, college football bowl games going on. I mean, it's just it's just an awesome time of the year for sports in general. And, uh, yeah, I just look forward to hanging with fam and friends and enjoying it. So. Yeah. I would say that's uh, pretty close to mine. I mean, for sure I would say uh, really doing anything uh, – I won't say light show. We have a pretty cool one back home called Lights in the Parkway. Nice. Nice. (laughs) But that would probably be like an honorable mention. I mean, I would say number three would be, I mean, back in Bethlehem, they do call us the Christmas City. Well, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. And apparently it was rated like one or two like best places to visit during Christmas time and the holidays. Nice. In like the U.S., awesome so i think that would be like three i take it for granted because it's just in my backyard basically (laughs) but um two i would say um every christmas eve from the past maybe like six years or so we do fondue Ooh, yeah so like the relatives aunt and uncle cousins come on down and we do a little fondue with everybody there's probably like 12 of us now counting um nieces and nephews and whatnot so it's kind of cool to do something different i guess 
yeah than maybe the normal person would do you know we got a bunch of chicken and you know beef fried up some oil it's, oh it's amazing i'm so excited for that. <laughs> and i don't know maybe uh number one's probably just like giving gifts not so much receiving them yes but just like the look on people's faces when it's like something that they don't expect right that's like the best feeling like i get in my feels and be all like <laughs> sensitive like i'm like oh this is so nice like and people do really appreciate it you know absolutely and it's like that time of the year where everyone's like in a giving mood and you're getting people that actually have real jobs or getting their Christmas bonuses. Yeah, and, I I used to get one of those. And it's just everyone's in a very cheerful mood. And yeah. it's just, it makes everything really awesome. And, you know, before we get out of here, I just want to wish everyone else and all our listeners and our people on Twitch guys thank you again yes. for listening and happy holidays to everybody i hope yeah, Merry everyone Christmas, happy hanukkah everyone enjoys their time with their family and eat a bunch of good shit um we will be back here again uh, next thursday for boxing day huge day for the premier league yes and in england it's huge so yeah you can um, catch us Saturday morning saturday and morning. boxing day morning live as well so. on a2d radio hell yeah on all pretty much all social media platforms platforms there you go but all right guys we're gonna get out of here um yeah i gotta go get a job he has to go get a job so uh yeah everyone again have a great holiday and we will uh see you guys next week yes later later dudes